0: This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. And you can visit PoolTogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast, and today I'm interviewing Techno from Alchemix. We just hopped right into it. We just hopped right into it. We just started talking like old bros. So here it is. Hope you enjoy it. Anything you wanted to say or talk about before we started?
1: Uh, Not really. Thanks for having me. good. Yeah we met back in uh have you eat denver? right? eat
0: denver. That's eat right. Denver. That's right. My uh, my very first crypto conference. And uh, and yeah, I got to I got to meet the the leader of Alchemix which is basically I think Alchemix and Pool Together are two inf- infinity stones in the Thanos gauntlet of DeFi. That Chris K has, uh, that it told me about, like I took Chris K's class and Alchemix, and pulled together were the two daps that melted my face. So then I got to meet you and you're like, oh yeah, Alchemix." I'm like, what? I'm talking to a rock star that is Denver.
1: I said, that's all here. I don't know about rock star, but yeah, I'll take it. Why not? Yeah. And then I asked you to be on the podcast and
0: you said, yes. I'm like, it's that easy. I could just ask people to be, in, be on a podcast. That's awesome.
1: It, especially live in person. It's like such a different vibe. Especially at a conference like that. I feel like it yeah. was just 10 days, nonstop, cool conversations about D5 with cool people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very fun. I loved it. I just got back from permissionless. And, uh, that was a different vibe, totally different vibe than ETH Denver. It was more like VC focused rather than builder focused IMHO. So yeah, interesting vibe there.
1: Yeah. I was there for one day, just kind of like, you know, bopped around the expo hall a little bit and it was very much like VC fintech institutional. I, I mean, I can't even count the number of companies in the expo hall that were pitching. No. Integrate your institutional, whatever with DeFi. It was just there's so many of them, and they won't all survive. But you know, some of them will, which is just awesome for the growth of the space. Yeah, like Visa was there. I was like, "What is Visa?
0: There's a Visa booth? What? It it's, great." What next one we're gonna see? Bank of America or something? Is <laughs> that is that is that where we're going?
1: Yep, at a Bankless <laughs> sponsored event.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, I mean, a lot has happened in in the space since we had first talked. I mean, we were actually at a at a uh, political fundraiser, right? That was pretty cool. I, I like didn't even realize. Like, I mean, it was really cool to to raise funds for for politicians who are pro crypto. Uh, this this specific guy was uh, Matthew um, Matt West, yeah, Matt West, who was a yield a Deve- yield debt or a urine dev. And yep. then then boom, uh, you know, got into politics and made stuff happen. So it was really cool to, to be there and, and chat, chat with you and chat with the, the group and feel a part of, not only do you feel a part of something with crypto and Web3, and then suddenly you're like talking politics now. And I was like in line at ETH Denver with like lobbyists and stuff. So it was really, it was, there's so many different facets of this, of this biz. So it's cool to
1: explore that. Yeah, yeah, the big time. Matt West is a cool guy. I got to chat with him a little bit. Um, the primary, unfortunately, didn't work out for him, but I think he's got a great future. after whatever he does. Um, for sure.
0: Yeah, no, he was great. And even, like, you know, he, he dressed the part. He got, like, the, the suit on or, like, the blazer on, you know, which was weird at a crypto conference. But then Andrew Yang also had one. So I feel like, yeah, it was, it was a good vibe. Um, but, dude, I mean, so much has happened... Uh, with Alchemix too, I, I feel like um, since we've talked, um, I mean, w- one of the things I asked you is when Polygon and uh, and you've, you're on Arbitrum now and you're on, you know, you got other layers that you're going through and stuff. So let, before I get into all that, I would love to hear the origin story of Techno. Can you tell me that?
1: Yeah, the origin story of Techno. Uh, so let's see. I think I initially had hooked up this name uh i was like producing music and i, I put a track on audius uh so any sleuths want to go find that um and then a buddy of mine uh invited me to a discord and i was on discord as technocratic and some music discords and uh he, he had been like pitching me on DeFi for a while and you know, got me into the maker now back in like 2018 and stuff uh So yeah, invited me to just this private discord of like other DeFi enthusiasts and, uh, that was it It just kind of stuck. It was just it wasn't like an intentional day. It was just like, all right, like I'm signed on as this non name. And that kind of makes sense. Um, fast forward, you know, like six months or so and some of the guys in the discord Scooby and some of the other guys in the Alchemist team were talking to us about this. You know, protocol they had developed. Um so they were talking about, yeah, we've built this protocol. It's called cheese Spy, pitching us on it, sharing, you know, a little bit of alpha, letting us play around the, the, the beta website version. And then they were like, uh, you know, we were does anybody know Solidity here? Um we're we're trying to push this thing across the line. We're having a little trouble for whatever reason. And I raised my hand, I was like, yeah, I'm um, you know, I was working this fintech job at the time, um, doing like kind of blockchain fintech stuff for banks and uh I said yeah let me take a look and then you know three months later we we were able to get polished and launched and uh I quit my job and went full-time alchemist um here we are and what when was that
0: like when did you could you give me like the years
1: or is yeah so that was all 2020 I mean I, I think I linked up with them on Alchemix around like November. Um, we initially started chatting back in like June, July just chopping it off about DeFi and then around November, December we started talking about Alchemix and I started helping them and then um, by February and end of February we launched.
0: That's incredible. I talked to you at like you're 1.2 years into crypto basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, well I, I mean, I've been in crypto since like 2017 and I, you know got caught up all the ICO hype and my ad tech job to go to you know learn Web three ethereum uh all that good stuff uh, i've been a software engineer for you know better part of a decade now um so yeah around 2017 i kind of got into it but it wasn't until yeah tw- 2020 time frame that i really just like started diving full on into the public space and and trying to go uh full-time in, in into a theory. I
0: love that. And can you give me like so so the the origin story of well you just told me the origin story of Alchemix, but what has been like we're on version two now. What is version one like? What were the learnings and how did you get to version two?
1: Yeah, so version one was kind of a proof of concept for Salford bank loans. Um we, you know, kind of knew that it it wasn't necessarily gonna scale the way we wanted it to, but needed to you know, at, at some point when you're building something, you just say, all right, cut the release and let's see how this does. Um, so we launched with, uh, you know, our die product, aliosd we launched, uh, ETH Alith product, uh, and then with version two, the idea was to revamp not only kind of the, the inner workings of some of the economic pieces and the way that the system worked, but also just like the overall UX for how you can interact with the system. Um, you know, one, it was like, all right, you have that collateral deposit it, take your loan. Uh, in V2, you can just have a yield bearing asset lying around and just deposit that into the system, uh, and take your loan. And then on the back end, two, there was, uh, you know, we had this V1 transmuter, which is our peg stability module. Um, and we, you know, did a deep dive on the economics of that and the incentive structure of that, and we always kind of knew it, it wasn't optimal. So, um, we worked for you know, months going back and forth and iterating on the design of it and on the Alchemist design, um, with, uh, with our auditor's runtime verification. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, runtime verification pretty heavy hitting audit firm. They did work for like the Beacon chain and the ETH2 deposit contracts. And they've got, you know, other history in the space and, and, and outside of crypto too. So they helped us a lot, uh, just kind of drill into the specifics of what we were trying to do, really get back to basics of what are the invariants of the system, how do we need this to function? Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we went to final audit with V2, um, at the end of last year. Um, it, I think we came up with something that was materially better than V1. It definitely functions better. It's definitely, uh, much more scalable. I mean, if you notice, like even in the time like, we launched V2 in March and we've already been able to add, um, you know, uh, I think it was three new vaults to the product and we've got another five in the pipeline that we're, we're kind of in the finishing stages of going through more audits with runtime verification, just to make sure things are fully secure, especially in light of recent RARI and compound, various exploits that have happened across the space. Um, so yeah, we can expect to see just a lot more scaling of the system. Um, new chains, like you mentioned, uh, we've been scaling to, uh, Arbitrum. We, we launched our synthetics on there. We done a whole rollout on Phantom. Um, with, with the whole ALUSD system on there just recently pushed to optimism. Arbitrum and optimism don't have full, uh, loan systems. Um, uh, they just have the synthetics and I believe GALCX, uh, it's more for integrations with, um, uh, who, um, can't remember who the one on optimism was, but I know, uh, Dobex was on, uh, arbitrum where were we were trying to get there, um polygon i uh i can't give you a target date on that it's definitely something that's on our radar um yeah you know we'll just we'll follow the yields wherever they go okay so then yeah that
0: was my question is like are you gonna like is it all the chains but i guess it's like where the yield goes you go
1: yeah exactly you know we we're kind of this like not layer three but Applicate this this Lego block above the other Lego blocks, right? We're we're not a base layer protocol. We are owning this, you know, application on top of these base layer yield generating protocols. So you plug into you know, Yearn is our main source of yield, and we have Lido and Rocket Pool. Will it be in Compound Ave? We need these base layer yields to be able to basically roll out our product, which is riding loans against those you So when I
0: explain Alchemix to friends, family, doubters, haters, normies, I, I explain Alchemix. It's, it's a very easy, uh, hook for crypto and Chris K in his video uses the boat example, which is some dude's parents lost their boat and that guy put 50 K into Alchemix. Have got a 25k loan against that, bought his parents a boat. 18 months later, got his 50k back. Boom, free boat. And I tell this to people, and immediately they're like, Yeah, okay, whatever. What's the catch? You know, <laughs> and uh, and, and and so I say, Well, the time, the repayment time is the thing that varies. You know, sometimes it's, it's longer, sometimes it's shorter, but that, that's generally, you know, yeah, that's am I doing it right, techno? Yeah. Like, is am, am I saying, uh, yeah, did it? How's my pitch?
1: No, I, I think that's perfect. I, I actually spoke at this conference last week, uh, just kind of gave a little pitch and an overview of Alchemix and how it works um, to a group of brand new Web3 entrants. They spent the whole day learning how to use MetaMask and, and learning how to send transactions and how to interact with DeFi protocols. And then I stepped them through what Alchemix is and how it works and why it works and what the value prop is. The thing that they really hung on to, the thing that kind of made it click for all of them, um, was that real world example of the boat. Um, and I also brought up the one, I think a guy tweeted to not too long ago. Um, he got engaged. He like bought a engagement ring with an Alchemix loan. And those are the perfect examples of you know what the system can and should be used for. One of the things the system can and should be used for, Um, and it kind of boils down to you know capital efficiency. It's like deposit the fifty thousand. You 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 have two options. You can take your fifty thousand, split it into two buckets: twenty five thousand for the boat and twenty five thousand to throw into a, a yield generated protocol like Yearn, and you earn you know, 3%, 5%, whatever it is on that 25K. The other option is you go to Alchemix, you put in the whole 50K, you take out your loan by the boat, and then you have 50K earning at three to 5%. So you're essentially paying off that boat at twice the rate that you would normally. So like that, that capital efficiency piece, that is the thing that I find really helps it Clay for normies or, you know, people with a traditional finance background, they go, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes a lot more sense. So I think you're, you're spot on with that.
0: I love that. Okay. So, um, I, I'm gonna, I was gonna wait, but I really feel like now is the time to pitch you my product idea Oh, or Alchemix. You're yeah. ready Please. when buy with Alchemix button.
1: Okay. So you're saying user goes on they just they're you know maybe product hunting on amazon they click buy without the you go in and they pay and they pay two
0: to three times the price of the thing that they're trying to buy All right and and then they get their money back you know at some point All
1: right so they they just uh yeah, abstracts essentially taking out the loan and using that to pay for the problem. Yeah. You know, that's the exact type of thing that we want to start focusing on. Um, like we've been talking a lot about that internally. It's like, all right, we're kind of in a wider bear market, sideways market, whatever you want to call it. You know, we're not in this screaming bull market anymore where everybody's getting distracted by the yields, new shiny, new thing. And we actually have time to like focus and build. And one of those things is like, let's integrate, let's integrate, with marketplaces, let's integrate with, you know, if you're just shopping for NFTs, let's integrate, um, with things like EFI saver could be a really cool one where, um, you know, you, you can save your CDP with, uh, uh, with your yield bearing assets that are just laying around. Um, so, you know, when, uh, <laughs> can't give you a time frame, but that is, definitely one of the biggest things that we're looking at right now is is to get those integrations that are kind of abstracted from the user where they get that capital efficiency with just a single click.
0: Yeah, I I think that'd be I I just was like, "Oh, man. I mean also because it allows me not to tell my it allows me to not say no to myself when I'm doing that binge purchase or whatever. What? But but it, you know, th- I mean those credit like pay pay later buttons are everywhere. You know, if yeah. you're doing online business, if you're selling online, you have to have a finance option. It's just you know, so it'd be it'd be sweet to battle those finance options yeah. with an Alchemix like with Alchemix button in Shopify. You know, when when suddenly when everybody's able to be in crypto and all of that, all the difficulty has been abstracted away. Uh, I'd be so it'd be so powerful, super cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely, self financing, self self repaying Amazon purchases. I love it.
0: Sponsored by Bank of America. <laughs> so, so may, maybe that's the hook. Techno, like maybe that's how you explain it to people, but what is the what were you hoping to achieve with Alchemix? Like what was the the grand vision? And and has that changed? Are you still heading in that same direction? Um are you more convinced than ever? Are you doubtful? I would love to Are you accomplishing what you what you set out to accomplish?
1: Yeah. I, I think we definitely are. Um, I, I don't, uh, I don't think any DeFi protocol that's gonna be around for the next few decades is gonna accomplish that overnight. Um, that's why you see everybody, you know, Abe's on V3 now and they've been around for a few years. It's like, you're always iterating on the design. So Grand vision, um, you know, we, we'd love, I think to get to a point where a, you know, uh, governance and control of the protocol is fully decentralized. And there's no like, quote unquote, uh, core team. Um, it's just more, uh, you know, run by the DAO run by the community. Obviously there'll always be core contributors. Um, but decentralizing operations governance fully is kind of the big push, um, for this year right now. One of the big pushes, um, we just released an article. Uh, a little thought piece i mean don't take it to take all the ideas in there as kind of like high level ideas but i think we put out an article last week or the week before just kind of outlining that vision so you guys can go check that out um and then i think you know long-term grand vision uh the other piece to that is decentralizing at the protocol level so um if anybody's following eip 4626 uh which is like a, a kind of like ERC20 is to tokens, ERC4626 would be to yield bearing assets. So, just a generic predefined way, a predefined standard of interacting with yield bearing assets, which yearn is looking to integrate with their next upgrade. Um, and the hope is that it gets adopted across the wider ecosystem, which would make it really easy for uh, more contributors and a more decentralized scaling of Alchemix where some new yield bearing something comes up and it is relying on the 4626 standard that's a really really quick integration for Alchemix to take off Um, you could even like spin up new al assets in a permissionless way and you know uh, make a proposal to the DAO to integrate it and hook up everything um uh, yeah, I, I I think that would be really cool long term. I think we're on our way there. I think E two has been a massive upgrade for us, just in terms of scalability. Um, uh, yeah, long term, just decentralizing and scaling even further is, is what's in front of us.
0: So yeah, doing this stuff. I mean. In crypto, it's not always a walk in the park. The line doesn't always go up. So what have been some challenges for Alchemix? What have been kind of like the major roadblocks, obstacles? Can't say problems in business. You have to say challenges that are meant to be overcome. But what have have those been
1: for you? Challenges. Challenges, I mean, yeah, there's definitely no shortage of them. Um, I think maybe one of the biggest challenges has been... uh, just scaling the team and, and we don't want to scale too far we're not looking for like a uh you know 50 100 person uh core team that gets a little unwieldy but you know i need good solidity devs in the space that you know a are easy to work with b uh know what they're doing c haven't already like started their own protocol and are like super rich and aren't interested in working with you, um, you know, it gets tricky cause like the talent pool isn't that big. Um, so I'd say that that's one of the biggest things, but we have done a great job, uh, just scaling in terms of, uh, solid developers that we have on the team. Um, I don't know how many people are in Discord and follow us, but you'll see me and Nomad around and Fubar, uh, we got a new guy on the team, Toivo and crushing it um scrub um so yeah we, we got a really really solid team now um what else um i would think
0: like one main challenge and this comes up in the as a defeater to alchemix or when i when i give the pitch which i love what you said about um uh you get to pay off a loan twice as fast i think that's a that's a super hooky hook that i will now all use when i talk about it but that twice as fast, that length, right? Depending on the yield that you're getting. Um, as the yield goes down, it's gonna be longer, right? That that people so so ideally you're getting the time shorter and shorter, but also you wanna be stable, like you wanna be a safe place for people to put their money and not get rugged, liquidated or whatnot. So, um has that been a challenge? Like just trying to make it enticing for people to deposit their money in you know, and get that decent time frame of return.
1: You know, I, I think it's whenever you have a new primitive, like Alchemix, it can be a challenge to sort of message what the value proposition is. And even when people think they get it, they might not totally understand it. Right. Like, like the value proposition of Alchemix is secure access to your stable collateral, um, if, if you use it in, you know, the expected way, um, and uh yeah that you know repay your loan twice as fast as if you were to do it some other way and you can't get liquidated so like those three things together if you really understand how the system works makes it an extremely pricing product it's just like messaging all that can get kind of clunky um um where I going with this uh so, so yeah i mean Messaging that has been tough. I mean, people understand it um, and have been picking it up. Um,
0: Well, you said, you said hiring was a challenge for you in the dev department, but also it sounds like marketing too, right? People, people forget about the marketers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've, uh, we've got a great team pushing like in-house content, um, which has been awesome. Memes and whatnot, and we've also got an awesome community. That's uh, I don't know if you guys subscribe to the Alchemix newsletter, um, but I think that's um, been really awesome for marketing and just getting the word out there about what's going on with the protocol, what's going on with the community. I think DeFi in general has a marketing problem that I'm hoping we start to see get solved over the next few years. You know, not not just marketing to like users like marketing to the broader population and, and, and skeptics and regulators. And we just haven't done a great job of like branding this as, you know, the future of France that it is, it still seems like some esoteric too good to be true kind of asset. Like, like you said, when you explain alchemy to somebody, they go, ah, that's, that's bullshit. That's too good to be true. That only repays itself. That doesn't even make sense um so yeah uh marketing it's been a challenge but uh like anything it's like it's it's gonna be better long term as you kind of like slowly build confidence in the system and, and on board users that are there for the long haul um rather than relying on like you know quick hype and high yields to to pull people in it's like if they actually understand the value proposition, which can take a little longer. I think that's more valuable. Yeah, we're having a little chat in the
0: Discord. Uh Talis Guy quoted you DeFi in general has a marketing problem. And then uh N Cookie says the marketing problem is scammy projects having better better marketing than legit projects, L O L. Yep. And then uh my input to that was like i I've marketing and in, in product tend need to go hand in hand, like um you yeah you you can slap <laughs> you get them a a bull take a crap in a box and slap I don't know whatever the tommy boy quote is <laughs> care you know what I'm saying like yeah. like it could be a box of bats uh, a box of poop and people will buy it right. but but generally you gotta have input on what what's in the box too, you know it's mm-hmm. like the chicken or the egg,
1: yeah, yeah, big time and, and uh and Cookie is like very, very correct that the uh, projects have phenomenal marketing. Um, I didn't touch Terra for a second because it was just you you dig just one layer deep into what's going on there. And you're like, I, right, it's clearly just another algo stable that's going to collapse, like ACEs collapse, like Iron, like you see it a hundred times, but their marketing was phenomenal marketing of this like oh no 20% APY and they've got all these influencers pushing it big VCs pushing it oh this is the future like that's really unfortunate because you know 50 billion dollars just disappeared in the span of three days um so yeah that that's definitely the other half of the marketing problem that hopefully we can solve
0: yeah for sure so and this brings i think that on ramps are are so key in this whole situation um and i don't know if you have a favorite i'm not talking about your personal on-ramp and off-ramp uh techno but i'm talking about for normies like if i'm trying it because because the space is so ripe there's so many beautiful products out there so many so many great things like pull together and alchemix that like you can use and get it they're very powerful but how do you get people to the thing you know like how how do we get outside of the crypto audience, the the CT audience, the the um you know the people that are already in the space, and how do we grow the space with people who are financially responsible, who aren't like aping into stuff like degenning, or or even like I, I mean right now I feel like we're just marketing to recovering degens, like degens who got burned and who like want a place to heal. Yeah, but how do we? You know what I'm saying? Like, what it? So my question is, how do we get the normies involved? And like, do you have any like favorite on ramps, off ramps that you would suggest to people for normies to go there?
1: Yeah, DJ's anonymous. I'd love to join a group like that. Um, I actually just downloaded Abra today. I haven't interacted with it, but from what I can tell, it seems like a pretty solid app. I think you can on ramp and on ramp. On an all- what was it? Sorry. Abra, not abracadabra, not Mim. It's just Abra. It's um just like a wallet app that it hooks into changes and stuff, and they have like promised yields on certain assets if you stake. Um, like literally just a few hours ago, kind of downloaded and started playing with it. So excited to get into that. Um, you know, as as far as on ramps and off ramps go, though, I I think you know your larger exchanges like coinbase that that's always kind of been my way to go about it that was trustable um you know least hackable and just easy to use at least for burgers like myself um i think you know getting people to on ramp and getting more users in the system that's just like time thing it's it's not gonna happen overnight it's going to be over the course of the next decade that we work out on ramping the actual long tail of users. Uh, so yeah, it, it's not going to be like, oh, by the end of 2023, like on ramps to be perfect and everybody's going to have a crypto wallet. Like yeah, the internet took 20, the internet took 30 years just to get into like most homes. It took another 20 to get into like everybody's pockets. Um, so, you know web three i'd say has been around for maybe five years if you count it as like start of ethereum so yeah it's it's gonna be a little while to really um permeate the masses with with crypto on ramping and all ramp am ramping all
0: when i was at uh permissionless and you are such a rock star you just go to you go to a conference for a day like that that was that was impressive uh but I got a ticket. I was, I was a noob that got the ticket and I was in the expo center and I was walking around talking to people, handing out PoApps and such wrapped in my pool together beach towel. <laughs> and I uh, talked to Shannon from ETH Denver. She, she runs the ETH Denver events, but I guess all of the ETH kind of conferences cool. and she was like, listen, pool together is prime for emerging economies. And I would say the same is for Alchemix yet. I, I don't know about you, but pulled together, we're not, we don't have like a, yet, we don't have like an emerging economies wing or department or direction right now, but that could be the source of all the onboarding, like all of the normies, but for sure, that can't be on mainnet. It has to be on something with, with uh, cheaper gas. Any thoughts on that, Techno?
1: Yeah. I you're definitely not wrong about that. I mean, I haven't thought about it in that direction, but if you look at crypto adoption, you do see big spikes in emerging economies and, and, and in, you know, economies that have kind of emerged, but are having trouble. Like, if you look at like what happened in Turkey the other year, crypto purchases skyrocketed once the Lira started shitting the bed. look at what happened, what happened, what's been happening in like Venezuela, you know, that they, they can't find price stability in their own dollars so people are flooding into crypto um so it do seem like a really good avenue just a really good pool of first adopters by necessity which is too bad uh but that's also you know one of the great things that uh the like crypto is there for is to bank the unbanked or the, the, the underbanked I uh, and as far as working out into that uh I would love to see, uh, you know, uh, the, the on and under banked, uh, getting self repaying loans. Uh, again, I think that that's just like at those kind of integrations take time. Um, I'm hopefully gonna meet with these Abra guys and start chatting about integrations with their wallet and like every little one counts, right? So you integrate with fire first, it's a little more institutional then we can get into like Abra and Coinbase wallet and and kind of start spreading this message of like <clears throat> get your loan you know loan yourself money with your future yield uh re- repay your loan yourself um which could be huge for for the underbanked and the unbanked.
0: yeah i mean i love the examples of a boat or an engagement ring but i really love the like examples of like darted a business mm-hmm. or like you know th- that high yield stuff that, that'd that be like super cool. I know that Celo is really working in the mobile first um, environment, but um, as far as I'm not really sure about the yield sources on Celo for, to be able to, you know, put pull together Alchemix on there like that. Um, but I, I definitely see so much potential and would love to see that blow up. Uh, so it'd be fun to work together on that. But hey, I want to pitch you something. Cello? Another pitch. Yeah, yeah please. Cello,
1: C-E-L-O, E-E-L-O, you know him? Oh yeah. See, 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 yeah. I I've been quiet. See, you said it wrong? I, I know. So, honestly, I, i mispronounce everything in this space.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. So they're a mobile first DeFi platform. There's so such a wholesome community. They're so great. And I love, we just want to work with them more and more. Um, but anyway.
1: Yeah, please pitch me. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah. Okay. This is not regarding cello, but I want to pitch you. Have you heard of our, um, multi-delegator, uh, thing? tool uh i
1: have not no
0: it's okay yeah this is brand new so it's nothing i wasn't it's not like a gotcha question cool. so okay ew, i love this here. i love this all right here we go so listen so you know pool together you deposit in pool together and you know and then and then there's prize yield right so it's a prize savings account it's fun you're saving and then boom you get prizes it's like bonus saving no loss yeah. stables it's beautiful well multi-delegator is how, is how we are going after communities and protocols and DAOs and NFT projects. So all these projects have all these stables and they're not yield bearing, right? They're just being safe, as safe as possible, as safe as they can be, being stables. Well, what if those protocols, NFTs, communities, anybody with a treasury puts those stables into pool together and then here it is techno, Delegates it to their users, delegates the prizes to their users. Uh. So, this is anybody can do this. You can take whatever's in pool together. And this is how I onboard my normie friends. I just delegate my pool together um, savings. They, the, my friends who are, I'm trying to onboard get my prizes. So, they'll get $5, $10, $100. If they get $100, I'm going to be so mad. But it's fine. It's fine. It's onboarding them into crypto. It's giving people who didn't have crypto, they now have crypto because I'm delegating them. My prizes, but but what if protocols did that? What if NFTs added utility to their holders, where they would get prizes, or or even better, what if they took those stables and directed them at nonprofits, at causes, at artists that they're trying to support, um, that sort of thing? Like, there's so many different things that you could do uh, with this multi-delegator tool. What do you think? How's my pitch?
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, so I guess the idea would be. If say Alchemix Treasury wanted to do this, uh, we would just get in the pool together, and and LCX holders would then stake on this delegator, and and the prizes would be distributed pro rata, or we would do another sort of pull together type lottery, and whatever prize the Alchemix DAO won, it would then be distributed to get that one.
0: So techno, you did this to yourself. I didn't even mention Alchemix. I wasn't even like trying to, you know, but you it. just did it.
1: personable I'm just trying to, you know, get an example
0: No, I love it. I love it. So you could do it. So basically, Alchemix would put stables onto pool together, part of the treasury, into pool together. And you could do you can give it to anybody who has um uh you know a loan out right now, or you can do it to your governance holders, like any anybody on governance, or you can you could tie it to activities on the chain. Anything on the chain, you can get those wallets, get a snapshot, and boom, delegation to them, and then they get prizes. And the cool thing is, we can show you like those prizes rolling in daily. You can like like actually see the cha ching that the prize is winning, and it's fun. Like it's it's a fun thing, and that's that's one way that pull together. And this is this is my favorite part about it. Pull together has friends around the community, and it's fun to do stuff together. And so that's a way that Alchemix and pull together could work together.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're always looking for new partners just to like spread the message and, and try cool new stuff in the space. Um, we've got a whole sub DAO that works on this kind of stuff. So, uh, if you want to make a pitch, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm definitely for it. Um, yeah, down might be down for that.
0: Yeah, I'm. Ar- I've already got a deck halfway completed. Great. So we'll we'll get on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, th- yeah, what what's another way? How what, do you have a pitch for pull together? How can pool together help Alchemix? I always love to have guests on and, and see like, I mean, a lot of times it's hiring. A lot of it's like, hey, can you just please get us Solidity Devs? Do you know any Solidity Devs? And, and you know, Pool Together has connections in that area. You know, how can how can we at Pool Together help Alchemix become bi- bigger and better?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean I, I have kind of pondered the idea of a pool together vault. Um it, I think the, the sticking piece is like, all right, the yields are so variable that it becomes, you know, uh, t- tough to, like, expect repayment time. Um, but that's definitely something that we could look at. Uh, uh, in solidity devs, yeah, I'll always looking to meet new solidity devs. So got anybody I can poach for your team. Do let me know.
0: I mean, at this point, solidity devs have to be working two full-time jobs, right? And, the, oh. and the, they sleep a couple hours. That's got to be the case, right? Yeah,
1: at least. The demand out there, I mean, yeah. And working and on also side project that they're going to spin up eventually. Yeah, Everybody's going to do next day.
0: Yeah, everybody's got got the hot drop. But I, uh, I mean, me as a marketer and me as a podcast host, uh, I need to learn that solidity, you know? I know a little HTML, CSS, how long would it take me? And then I'll just break a couple things, you know, kind of create some projects and then boom, solidity dev. I guess everybody needs to have solidity dev in their back pocket, right? At least, at least part-time. A
1: hundred percent. Yeah, man. Just add it to, uh, the other one that everybody has, uh, entrepreneur, philanthropist, DJ, solidity dev. Throw it on the list.
0: Recovering DGEN yeah. in the DGEN's anonymous DAO that we just started. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, what about uh fireside chats? I'm hearing that these are blazing. So can you tell me about the Alchemix fireside chats? They
1: absolutely are blazing. Every Friday at 8 p.m. 8 8 a.m. sorry, EST, which is like 1 p.m. UTC right now, uh, in the Alchemix discord, everybody just hops in, uh, usually the first, hour or so 30 minutes to an hour um you'll have me maybe scooby maybe some of the other devs jump in and just kind of chat about what's been going on what we're looking at Who all is in there talking about government steps um corby is always a staple i don't know how much you guys are in the alchemix community but he's kind of our uh community admin manager um and he's kind of uh the master of ceremonies more or less fireside chats so yeah it's uh you know a quick discussion on what we got going on maybe a little bit of alpha and then just having fun shooting the shit about five memes gaming music whatever i think we'll get these 60 100 people sometimes and it'll go for honestly i'll I'll jump out in the morning and then i'll go off and like do some work for a little while and i'll come back in the afternoon five hours later and there's still like 30 people just hanging out listening to music i think some of them you know keep, keep it on in the background as like a you know daytime talk show they can just listen to corby and a few other people chat while they're at work and they're like office um but yeah it's a great time Def- definitely come out uh wednesday so two days from now 8 a.m uh, i'll see you all there yeah
0: because the solidity devs don't sleep so they're obviously up at that time but you we, know
1: we love that straight straight vampires we get a couple hours during the day but that's
0: it yeah come home from the rave yeah. boom alchemix Firefly chance love right. that hey so also you had an E for christmas uh
1: 2021 Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, 25 Days of Um That was just a fun
0: Saying it wrong, I'm saying alchemix, and you're saying alchemix. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Oh my well, gosh,
1: alchemix. Alchemixmas, al- I-, I don't even know how you would pronounce the Christmas poab thing. I, I usually say alchemixmas, okay. alchemixmas, uh, however you want to pronounce it. We, we did, yeah. It was a marketing team just kind of came up with a fun, um, uh, you know, uh, usually 25 days of Christmas or 12 days, um, out hunting basically, you know, uh, there were just some snapshots based on holders, uh, governance, voters, users, discord, uh, just a fun way to kind of like get back, get some engagement, um some people i think hunted down all of them or, or you know we dropped all of them some people picked up a couple here and there um yeah. yeah it was just a fun little thing that's great we
0: love our nft christmas celebration slash um we had one called a pool party where it took you all the way around the pull together ecosystem. Like, have you delegated to somebody and you win a an NFT and and have you voted and have you you know checked for a prize? Have you deposited? And um and basically, I got all of the NFTs except for one, and it really bothers me. And I'm gonna go on secondary and buy one because I have to have the complete set for some reason.
1: You gotta have the full set. Yeah,
0: you got to. So uh, that's great. I I I need to know your hot take on this techno the the hot take today is the optimism we're going to release this next week so this will be old news by then but the optimism um governance token drop yeah uh should people who sell the tokens be uh, qualified for the next airdrop or should they be instantly disqualified your thoughts
1: should people who sell their first airdrop qualify for the next airdrop uh this is a
0: legit, this is a legit proposal in, in governance right now for optimism. Interesting.
1: Well, I will say I, I didn't even know that there was an expected second airdrop, but I, I literally just floated back after last night from a long, we'd get away. So I kinda missed all the, the crazy, um, prayer drop for optimism and I was probably planning on going to find and sell mine. So I would say, hopefully I can get the second airdrop. Uh, I guess if it were my community and I were running optimism, I would say, no, I, I I want the people who are interested in holding and delegating and, and governing to be the ones that reap the benefits of, you know, more community empowerment, more, more governance, decentralization, so. If if I were in control of it, yeah, I'd say holders only.
0: So Kobe Kobe's um, added to the current governance governance proposal and said that um, no, I think this is too soft. You should actually ban anyone from the second airdrop who has sold any token in the past six months, like any governance <laughs> token,
1: <laughs> just across all all communities. If you sold a single token, you are banned.
0: That is.
1: In six months, that's aggressive. That sounds like Kobe, though.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. It's they hit his post, and he's like, he's like, "WTF?" This is governance. I I'm a holder. I should be able to propose (laughs)
1: something. Speech.
0: So, techno, what are you seeing? Can you predict the future for us? Can you look across the landscape that is DeFi, that is NFTs, that is all the layers, and predict for us what are you excited about? What are you looking at? What are you um, pumped about? What's the alpha? That we should be—it's not financial advice, of course, of course, not financial advice. But what do you, what are you pumped about? What do you think is the future? What uh, are you wanting to share with us today?
1: Yeah, I do. Definitely wish I had a crystal ball. That would, that would be very useful in times like these. Um, I really like uh, that there's some new platforms on. Uh, uh uh renting nfts essentially or or borrowing bar- and loaning nfts i think that kind of area hasn't gotten enough attention um so i, I think rentable was one i saw the other day uh another one called like backed or black I, I can't remember the name of it um
0: backed, yeah, yeah
1: yeah um there's some really cool one that it seems like it's expanding which is awesome because <clears throat> i feel like NFTs just kind of had their day and there haven't been a lot too many um derivatives in that space to kind of really like further expand use cases and financialization of NFTs themselves and hopefully as we get beyond just art uh and silly monkey pictures it, it'll become more valuable to have these um new derivatives and platforms and use cases. Yeah, that, that with that, that's the one. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, there's plenty of projects pop up day to day that I would just love to start shorting, uh, as we kind of continue in this bear market. Um, so yeah, that, that's a really cool area that I'm looking at. And I, I also love that as you know, we kind of expand further into this metaverse space, whatever you think that's gonna look like you know, NFTs are going to be part and parcel of that. Um, so I, I, think that'll be super valuable. And then I think the thing I'm honestly most excited about is I don't know if anybody read, um, the Alex recent thing and how uh, and Glen Glenn while, I forget the last person on the paper. They did like a thought piece, research piece on soul bound tokens. Um, I think those are going to be one of the biggest things that we see adoption for and, and use cases for and value from in the ecosystem over the next two, three, five, 20 years. Um, just this idea of like personalizing your account um, and, you know, it extends to things like credentials and, and, you know, PO apps are one, but it's really more about like, you, you can take collapse and sell them and with sbts it's like you're building an actual history of you in the real world like it's it's much more bridging the gap between the real world and the digital world which i think is just going to open up so many cool new use cases so
0: with cell bound what i understand is they're tied to wallets correct
1: Yeah, I mean, you can think of it as an NFT that can't be traded and can be revoked. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's basically the same thing as an NFT. It's a non-fungible something that somebody mints to you. Maybe it's your college degree gets minted to your address. You've verified that you own this address and you tell them, yeah, send it here. Um, And then... And it's yours. It's, you can't sell it to anybody so they can like pretend that they graduated with your degree. Um, it's linked. it's forever bound to that account. Um, and it, that obviously presents some difficulties with, you know, um, security of private keys and key sharing and key recovery and, and all that. And that's kind of one of the benefits of NFTs, but I think we're starting to get to the point where key re- social key recovery and, and um, security at PKs is, uh, is, is getting better every year. I, I think it'll be a while until it's quote unquote solved. Um, it'll kind of need to be solved for these things to really take off. And yeah, it's linked to your account and um, can't transfer it, but it can be revoked. It, you know, they find out a couple years down the line that maybe you cheated when you were getting degree. Um, they're going to take that back. Um, and it do seem.
0: Or, or like, I mean, and this, this actually is a defeater for me, but like, I I was like, well, what happens if I, you know, need to ditch that wallet, you know, because I clicked, you know, I clicked on, on, I signed something I shouldn't have signed and now it's compromised or something. Cause I love Argent. I love what Argent's doing without seed phrases and they're doing social recovery And then you can actually like, have. so I love that wallet technology, but still doesn't protect me from doing something boneheaded and like, oh, I need to get a new. And so, so with that, it sounds like centralization still needs to happen, right? I still need to go to the college and get them to revoke my diploma from the burnt, the wallet that's dead now, and then transfer it to the current wallet that's alive again. But how does that look decentralized? My mind is spinning, but it is very interesting. It is, it is a cool topic. I don't know if you have thoughts like on on what I just said yeah
1: I no it's definitely one of the things that's been sticking in my mind is about how you do these recoveries how you do these inevitable cases where you might transfer something I mean social recovery is getting better so I, I think that'll kind of solve itself but you know what what happens if your computer gets infected with malware and now that address is completely compromised and you do have to move everything to uh a totally new seed phrase. Um, you have similar problems in the real world already. Like I'm carrying around my wallet. Oops, my bag got stolen, or my wallet fell out of my pocket, and now I have to go to all these institutions, like the DMV, my credit card company, uh whatever else I had in my wallet, and get these things replaced. Uh, I just think in in this new case, as we go into soulbound tokens, Web three, yada yada yada, it, it becomes easier and more efficient, um, there's obviously like a proving process and you'll reach out to them and say, Hey, I need this, you know, remote and transfer to this new account. Um, but I think it'll be, you know, a, a quick one hour thing rather than like, you know, back and forth and back and forth with them, proving who you are, proving your degree and waiting five weeks for them to, you know, send a new one to you or, or waiting two weeks for a new license to arrive or having you go to DMV like. This will still be more efficient in this new realm than it is today, so I still think it's an upgrade.
0: I love that. Um, you mentioned with backed or backed, um, and they the thing that scares me about backed is like there's a zorb on there right now that wants a half an ETH loan, and they're going to pay me fifteen interest. They're not going to pay that back to me. They're going to take my half ETH and like have fun with the zorb, noob. And then I'm, and then I got robbed. So, uh, but what if, what if Alchemix did this? What if, what if you had peer to peer lending and borrowing within like Alchemix offers the safe and cushy stuff, you know, this, the, this, this, the nice, like, you know, I can sleep well at night, but what if those DGens got out of DGEN anonymous and wanted to start doing their own? Okay, well I'll, I'll pay it back quicker, faster. Any thoughts? Any, is that, is that, is that doable? You thinking about it? Does that tempt uh, you?
1: It is so tempting. I can't even describe it to you. It's it's honestly been something that's been in our eyesight uh, ever since we kind of like we're conceptualizing uh, you know Legos that could be built on top of V2. That that's another thing with the V2 rollout is like V1 we just mixed contract interactions all together, and with V2 we want to build this Lego ecosystem on top of Alchemix. So an awesome awesome use case would be peer-to-peer lending maybe it's through something like backed or rentable where you're putting up collateral for this loan as a lender through alchemix so if you do do something dumb like give somebody money way too much money for their zor uh you know you're still safe quote-unquote because your loan's going to repay itself even if they don't pay it back um I, I, I do love an integration like this and, uh, it's, I, I can't give a when, but, uh, definitely at least on my mind.
0: That's awesome. Richard, OG pull together contributor and, uh, you know, Maven, crypto Maven, Richard had that was asking about that. And so it, it's, he's gonna be really pleased. <laughs> Uh, to hear that, that at least you techno are excited about that. I, I'm so I'm so pumped about it. If you can have the P2P lending like that, but then also integrate like the the rug prevention or something like backstop it a little mm-hmm. bit, um, even for a little less return but still more attractive. I love that idea. Yeah. So, well, techno, thanks, beard. You gave us an hour on a Wednesday. Cool. We got an hour of your time, so thank you so much for that. Is there anything else that, we, that you wanted to say? Anything else that we haven't covered that you wanted to plug? To pitch
1: oh my pleasure man um it's been a blast uh it's blast meeting you at East denver and i'm I honestly like completely forgot about this until i got a notification on my phone the other day i was like yeah it's like, awesome um i need to do this uh anything else i want to pitch i mean come to the discord come check out our fireside chats i posted a link in the the, the podcast spam channel um so join us come see what we're about we have Honestly, one of the coolest communities across DeFi, uh, everybody is crazy helpful in the Discord, uh, crazy supportive in onboarding new users and getting up to speed with Alchemix. So uh, come through and, and join us on this journey. Thanks for listening to the Pool Together
0: Community Podcast. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit, and we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pull Together Discord and let us know.